When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever felt like you're dealing with someone who's self-obsessed and who always puts themselves first before anybody else? Do you find yourself questioning whether the person in your life actually is a narcissist or maybe the person you're dating might be a toxic person? Are you curious about the signs and the red flags of what to look out for in identifying a true narcissist? A lot of people struggle with this concept of what is a narcissist? Like, am I with a narcissist? What does this actually look like? And today we want to be able to dive into some of that. Because narcissists are really difficult to identify. So good place to be able to tell you, hey, I'm a narcissist. My name is Ben Taylor and I'm on this channel to help provide awareness of what narcissism is and what narcissism looks like. When I talk to psychologists, different counselors that sometimes come for coaching, one of the main things that they say is we've learned about this in school, but we never knew that it would show up this way in real life. Because a lot of times people don't know. People don't understand of what it actually looks like. So we're going to kind of talk about that today. Because it's difficult to identify someone if they're being a narcissist. We're not using this to diagnose for all the people out there that are going to get upset about this. But what we're doing is just saying, hey, if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it eats like a duck and it swims like a duck, it might be a duck. So let's at least be careful and let's at least use some common sense when we're looking at different characteristics in another person to identify, is this person toxic? Should I be with this person? Does this actually make sense? So I want to go over some of the common red flags, some of the characteristics that you're going to see when you see a narcissist. And by understanding these traits and understanding these patterns, you can protect yourself and you can also protect your mental health. All right, so jumping in. Grandiose sense of self-importance is one of the number one things that we see when someone's talking about a narcissist and one of the things that is highlighted in the DSM-5 is a person who is very self-important. Now, you might have this idea of where the narcissist is only the person that's taking you know, snaps of themselves and selfies and posting on social media and looking like a certain way. But in reality, the majority of narcissists, whether overt or covert, view themselves in such high regard that everybody else is beneath them. They view themselves as being so important. For me, like I thought I was the center of the universe. I thought everything else revolved around me. So much so that I was comfortable with joking about that and not thinking anything of it, not thinking it was a bad thing and not worrying about what other people had to say or what other people had to think. But I expected other people to be there for me, to serve me, to respond as quickly as I wanted them to respond, to do the things that I wanted them to do because it was about me. And that's all it ever was. It didn't have anything to do with anyone else. Well, narcissists oftentimes have this inflated sense of self-worth and exaggerates a lot of times like their accomplishments, their talents, the things that they've done. So when we talk about first this aspect of like self-worth, a narcissist believes themselves to have so much more worth than you, which is part of the reason why they try to take your worth and put you down. Part of it is because of the incongruence of their inflated sense of self-worth and who they actually are. So even though I knew, hey, I'm not the most amazing person, I was putting out there that I'm the most amazing person, and the dichotomy between those two was like frustrating and oftentimes would have me spiral. But there's this piece of like, I have to inflate my self-worth, your self-worth is actually legit and real, so I have to actually bring that down so that my self-worth actually takes over. 
So it actually looks better to me and in my mind. Oftentimes, this is where narcissists ends up exaggerating other things, exaggerating what they do, what they've done, who they've been with, whatever it might be, to make themselves look better, to see them like they're in a better light. You might have seen this on a first date where they're talking about all their achievements, successes, and like they're at the place where they're just kind of pumping themselves up and the conversation's only revolving around them. But what you'll see sometimes, especially in covert, is you might try to challenge them or you might try to criticize them in one area. Like, hey, can I give some constructive feedback or something like that? And then it blows up. And you realize that this person gets really defensive and really hostile when something like this gets brought up. So it's one of the things to kind of be careful of and understand that when you're in a relationship with someone like this, a lot of times they cannot take criticism because they view any type of criticism as being a form of attack. It's not just the person across the table that you think is emotionally immature. They might actually be toxic. So please be careful about that. The second one that a lot of times people point out, and this is probably like the staple for like narcissism of what people normally like think of besides the snapping selfies and it being all about them. The second thing they probably think of is lack of empathy, which is interesting because narcissists struggle to emphasize with others and to show concern for anybody. And typically there's no concern there at all because it's all about them, right? Like in a relationship, like any concern I had for another person was a direct reflection of me. So like if I was worried about the other person, like I wasn't worried necessarily they were safe. I was worried that they were out like leaving me, that they were out like rejecting me. I wasn't worried about what they were doing or saying or anything like that. I was worried about how that was going to reflect on me, how that was going to impact me. It all comes back around. And sometimes you'll find nurses, they're very quote unquote caring because they're like, oh, like let me care for you so much because of how it reflects back on them. Now, I think it's important to highlight that the majority of people say narcissists lack empathy. They're incapable. They don't have anything, any empathy at all. And I don't think it's true. I think there's a lot more narcissists out there that have empathy or at the very least cognitive empathy. But the difference is they're in a, their lack of willingness to being able to identify and acknowledge the needs of others. It's actually from the DSM-5. Like they are unwilling. Unwilling is the phrase. Unwilling to acknowledge or identify with the feelings and needs of others. And so like, you need to understand that like, there is a point of like no return in like a conversation with a narcissist where you get so upset and where they realize like, oh, if I actually show empathy here, then I'm going to be the bad guy. Can't be the bad guy because it's all about me. So then I have to either walk away, scream and yell to try to fix the problem, like say, forget you, do whatever. So I can actually avoid that accountability. So there's a lot. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A lot of nurses, I think, out there that have empathy but they're unwilling to show it because of what it reveals about themselves. It's all circular. It's all back to the narcissist every single time. So this lack of empathy, like they may end up using like pieces of it to belittle, dismiss your feelings because your feelings don't matter. Like they don't actually count in the relationship. Or sometimes you'll see just a complete lack of remorse or even guilt over their actions. I think a lot of narcissists deal with different pieces of guilt and shame, but it's hidden really fast. It's compartmentalized, it's boxed up and pushed to the side so that they don't have to be accountable of the things that are actually going on. All right, so number three, need for admiration. 
all about me, right? So you better praise me. You better love me. You better adore me. You better serve me. You better worship me. Worship, I think, is like a really good word. Some people don't like it, but I think it's a really good word when it comes to narcissists because that's part of it. It's like, I think there's a piece that like, I want you to worship me. Like in a relationship, I wanted that person to like make me the center of their universe because I was the center of my universe further supporting the false reality that I was such an amazing person. Basically, I wanted that person to worship me. I wanted that feeling of someone coming up to me and just loving every single thing about me. Like literally that was like the concept, the idea. And so when you think of this, like narcissists uh, want attention. They want praise from others. And a lot of times they'll go to great lengths to be able to seek that, to get the validation, to get the approval, whatever they need. And there's this like need driving of like, please support my false reality versus actually being, this is who I actually am. But narcissists have this giant need for admiration. Like think, think of it this way. Uh, narcissists sometimes they'll like fish for compliments of like expecting something from you, of like wanting to you to give them certain type of compliments or demanding attention. Like you need to be responding within this amount of time. You need to be telling me where you're going. You need to be, you need to have your location on for me. Like all this kind of stuff. Like they demand attention and then praise those around them. They're like attention and praise from people around them. And a lot of times they'll get angry. So angry or upset when they feel that they're not receiving enough. So like when you're not giving narcissists enough attention, enough admiration, how dare you? You're just not in my life anymore. Like you make work a priority. You make your family a priority. I'm never a priority. All this kind of stuff. And you start to see slow spirals out of a narcissist that doesn't get the attention that they think they deserve. Okay. Uh, jumping in. All right. Number four. Let's see. Manipulative behavior. Narcissists are often termed as manipulators because typically they are. Manipulating, controlling behavior, trying to do whatever they can to control you and to be able to control to get what they want. You have to understand when we talk about control, there is aspects that narcissists want to control you for control's sake because they like it. Uh, they like dominating over someone else. Uh, they like control to be able to get what they want. Uh, but ultimately, I think a lot of the control goes back to their mask. Like I want to control everyone's perception of the mask that I'm creating. I want to control everyone's version of that. Now, out of that concept, it means I control you to be the person I want you to be and to fit in the mold that I want you to fit. It means I control everyone else and their perception of me. It also means I control like the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm saying and to other people to make sure it looks like what I want. And so this piece of like controlling what I want, controlling others all go into this facade of I need to control the mask. And this is where you see gaslighting, emotional abuse, manipulation, triangulation, all these different things come to play, trying to make sure that they control you to protect the mask. Then we have like some of the manipulative behavior of like using this gaslighting to make you doubt your reality, your perception of what's actually going on. Like you've been in the relationship and you've caught him with, you know, scandalous texts or things that are going on. You're like, this doesn't make sense. And he blows it off of like, that's not a big deal. Like, that's just uh, my work wife, right? Like, that's just someone that, you know, I talk to every once in a while. There's nothing going on. Why would you think that? I'm faithful. All this stuff of gaslighting you to make you believe that you're crazy in what you actually saw. Or sometimes they're going to enrage out and have emotional abuse, name calling, withholding affection, et cetera, et cetera. All right, last one here, uh, lack of accountability. Narcissists often, take often refuse to take responsibility for their actions and blame other people for their mistakes. Like I would always blame other people. It was never my fault. It was always someone else. There was always some other reason, but it couldn't have been me. That's, that's just impossible. 
Like it was impossible for it to actually be my fault, my problem. It always had to be someone else. And so I'd always take that and put the blame on someone else. So I was the victim and I was the victim of everybody else, but it wasn't my fault. Blaming other people, deflecting responsibility, like doing anything, then owning up to my actions. So narcissists a lot of times will do a lot of these different things. Uh, typically you have the grandiose sense, sense of self-importance, a lack of empathy, a need for admiration, manipulative behavior, and a lack of accountability. Now, if you're with someone right now and you're seeing these things happen on a consistent basis, I want you to reach out for help. One of the tools we've created to break you free from the mindset and from the trauma bond of being trapped with a narcissist is joining the Clarity Challenge. Like if you suspect you're dealing with a narcissist in your life, it's important to take these steps to move forward and protect yourself. I want you to join the 45-day Clarity Challenge today. And go to claritychallenge.net to sign up, learn more about your healing, find clarity in your situation, and start to rewire your mindset that keeps you going back to this toxic person, thinking and wondering, do they actually care? Do they actually want me in their life? What is actually going on? So go to claritychallenge.net and sign up today.